0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Chapter 8 of The Further Adventures of Robinson Crusoe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Further Adventures of Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. Chapter 8. Sales from the Island for the Brazils. It now came into my thoughts that I had hinted to my friend the clergyman that the work of converting the savages might perhaps be set on foot in his absence to his satisfaction, and I told him that now I thought that it was put in a fair way, for the savages, being thus divided among the Christians, if they would but every one of them do their part with those which came under their hands, I hoped it might have a very good effect.' He agreed presently in that, if they did their part. "'But how,' says he, "'shall we obtain that of them?' I told him I would call them all together, and leave it in charge with them, or go to them one by one, which he thought best.' So we divided it, he to speak to the Spaniards, who were all Papists, and I to speak to the English, who were all Protestants, and we recommended it earnestly to them, and made them promise that they would never make any distinction of Papist or Protestant in their exhorting the savages to turn Christians, but teach them the general knowledge of the true God, and of their Saviour Jesus Christ.' and they likewise promised us that they would never have any differences or disputes one with another about religion. When I came to Will Atkins's house, I found that the young woman I have mentioned above and Will Atkins's wife were become intimates, and this prudent religious young woman had perfected the work Will Atkins had begun. And though it was not above four days after what I have related, yet the new baptized savage woman was made such a Christian as I have seldom heard of in all my observation or conversation in the world. It came next into my mind, in the morning before I went to them, that amongst all the needful things I had to leave with them, I had not left them a Bible, in which I showed myself less considering for them than my good friend the widow was for me, when she sent me the cargo of a hundred pounds from Lisbon, where she packed up three Bibles and a prayer book. However, the good woman's charity had a greater extent than ever she imagined, for they were reserved for the comfort and instruction of those that made much better use of them than I had done. I took one of the Bibles in my pocket, and when I came to Will Atkins's tent or house, and found the young woman and Atkins's baptized wife had been discoursing of religion together, for Will Atkins told me with a great deal of joy, I asked if they were together now, and he said, "'Yes.' So I went into the house, and he with me, and we found them together very earnest in discourse." Oh sir, says Will Atkins, when God has sinners to reconcile to himself and aliens to bring home, he never wants a messenger. My wife has got a new instructor. I knew I was unworthy, as I was incapable of that work. That young woman has been sent hither from heaven. She is enough to convert a whole island of savages. The young woman blushed and rose up to go away, but I desired her to sit still. I told her she had a good work upon her hands, and I hoped God would bless her in it. We talked a little, and I did not perceive that they had any book among them, though I did not ask, but I put my hand into my pocket and pulled out my Bible. "'Here,' said I to Atkins, "'I have brought you an assistant that perhaps you had not before.' The man was so confounded that he was not able to speak for some time, but recovering himself, he takes it with both his hands, and turning to his wife, "'Here, my dear,' says he, "'did not I tell you our God, though he lives above, could hear what we have said? "'Here's the book I prayed for when you and I kneeled down under the bush. Now God has heard us and sent it.' When he had said so, the man fell into such passionate transports, that between the joy of having it, and giving God thanks for it, the tears ran down his face like a child that was crying. The woman was surprised, and was like to have run into a mistake that none of us were aware of, for she firmly believed God had sent the book upon her husband's petition. It is true that providentially it was so, and might be taken so in a consequent sense, but I believe it would have been no difficult matter at that time to have persuaded the poor woman to have believed that an express messenger came from heaven on purpose to bring that individual book. But it was too serious a matter to suffer any delusion to take place, so I turned to the young woman, and told her we did not desire to impose upon the new convert, in her first and more ignorant understanding of things, and begged her to explain to her that God may be very properly said to answer our petitions, when, in the course of his providence, such things are in a particular manner brought to pass as we petitioned for, but we did not expect returns from heaven in a miraculous and particular manner, and it is a mercy that it is not so. This the young woman did afterwards effectually, so that there was no priestcraft used here, and I should have thought it one of the most unjustifiable frauds in the world to have had it so. But the effect upon Will Atkins is really not to be expressed, and there, we may be sure, was no delusion." Sure no man was ever more thankful in the world for anything of its kind than he was for the Bible, nor, I believe, never any man was glad of a Bible from a better principle, and though he had been a most profligate creature, had strong, furious, and desperately wicked, yet this man is a standing rule to us all for the well-instructing children, viz., that parents should never give over to teach and instruct, nor ever despair of the success of their endeavors, let the children be ever so refractory, or to appearance insensible to instruction. For if ever God in his providence touches the conscience of such, the force of their education turns upon them, and the early instruction of parents is not lost, though it may have been many years laid asleep, but some time or other they may find the benefit of it." Thus it was with this poor man, however ignorant he was of religion and Christian knowledge, he found he had some to do with now more ignorant than himself, and that the least part of the instruction of his good father that now came to his mind was of use to him. Among the rest it occurred to him— He said how his father used to insist so much on the inexpressible value of the Bible, and the privilege and blessing of it to nations, families, and persons, but he never entertained the least notion of the worth of it till now, being to talk to heathens, savages, and barbarians, he wanted the help of the written oracle for his assistance. The young woman was glad of it also for the present occasion, though she had one, and so had the youth, on board our ship among their goods, which were not yet brought on shore. And now, having said so many things of this young woman, I cannot omit telling one story more of her and myself, which has something in it very instructive and remarkable.' I have related to what extremity the poor young woman was reduced, how her mistress was starved to death and died on board that unhappy ship we met at sea, and how the whole ship's company was reduced to the last extremity. The gentlewoman, and her son, and this maid, were first hardly used as to provisions, and at last totally neglected and starved, that is to say, brought to the last extremity of hunger." One day, being discoursing with her on the extremities they suffered, I asked her if she could describe, by what she had felt, what it was to starve, and how it appeared. She said she believed she could, and told her tale very distinctly thus. first we had for some days fared exceedingly hard, and suffered very great hunger, but at last we were wholly without food of any kind except sugar and a little wine and water.' The first day after I had received no food at all, I found myself, towards evening, empty and sick at the stomach, and nearer night much inclined to yawning and sleep. I lay down on the couch in the great cabin to sleep, and slept about three hours— and awaked a little refreshed, having taken a glass of wine when I lay down, and, being about three hours awake, it being about five o'clock in the morning, I found myself empty and my stomach sickish, and lay down again, but could not sleep at all, being very faint and ill. And thus I continued all the second day with a strange variety, first hungry, then sick again, with retchings to vomit, the second night, being obliged to go to bed again without any food more than a draught of fresh water, and being asleep, I dreamed I was at Barbados, and that the market was mightily stocked with provisions, that I bought some for my mistress, and went and dined very heartily. I thought my stomach was full after this, as it would have been after a good dinner, but when I awaked I was exceedingly sunk in spirits to find myself in the extremity of famine. The last glass of wine we had I drank, and put sugar in it because of its having some spirit to supply nourishment, But there being no substance in the stomach for the digesting office to work upon, I found the only effect of the wine was to raise disagreeable fumes from the stomach into the head, and I lay, as they told me, stupid and senseless as one drunk for some time. The third day in the morning, after a night of strange, confused, and inconsistent dreams, and rather dozing than sleeping, I awaked ravenous and furious with hunger, and I question, had not my understanding returned and conquered it, whether if i had been a mother and had had a little child with me its life would have been safe or not this lasted about three hours during which time i was twice raging mad as any creature in bedlam as my young master told me and as he can now inform you In one of these fits of lunacy or distraction I fell down and struck my face against the corner of a pallet-bed in which my mistress lay, and with the blow the blood gushed out of my nose, and the cabin-boy bringing me a little basin, I sat down and bled into it a great deal.' And as the blood came from me I came to myself, and the violence of the flame or fever I was in abated, and so did the ravenous part of the hunger. Then I grew sick and wretched to vomit, but could not, for I had nothing in my stomach to bring up. After I had bled some time I swooned, and they all believed I was dead. But I came to myself soon after, and then had a most dreadful pain in my stomach not to be described, not like the colic, but a gnawing, eager pain for food and towards night it went off with a kind of earnest wishing or longing for food. I took another draught of water with sugar in it, but my stomach loathed the sugar and brought it all up again. Then I took a draught of water. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void rep prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician.